any of us ever know what it is to become the perfect version of ourselves. This is Decoding Superhuman with your host, Boomer Anderson. Superhumans, Boomer Anderson, and we're back again. You may notice something different about today's episode. Well, the obvious is that it came out on a weekend. The second point is that it's shorter than most of our normal episodes. And what I'm introducing right now is something that we're going to have going forward on a weekly basis. And I call these either in-between episodes or shorter episodes where Satu, who's a new partner at Decoding Superhuman, and I discuss different topics and give you practical takeaways in a shortened format. The idea here being is distilling some of these deeper conversations into actionable steps that you can use to become more epic, more superhuman. Now, this is probably the only time I'll ever introduce these shows, but Satu joined after a marvelous career in corporate development and management consulting. She's worked in the Middle East, in the Nordics, and has worked with companies all across the world. I'm really happy to have her on board as we kind of look to optimize the performance of today's corporate professional. These conversations are very casual, but you'll get very firm takeaways that you can begin to use in your everyday life right now to become more superhuman. I hope you enjoy these episodes and please feel free to send some love over to podcast at decodingsuperhuman.com. And this episode in particular will be decodingsuperhuman.com slash 66. That's where we're going to throw the show notes for this one. Enjoy my episode as we get into the world of travel health with Satu Aman. The sponsor for today's podcast is Neurohacker Collective. The chairman, Jordan Greenhall, has been on the show to talk about one of my favorite topics and episodes to date, sovereignty. And the medical director has also been on the show to talk about unleashing your human potential through epigenetics. That's Dr. Daniel Stickler. But why do I love Neurohacker Collective so much? Well, frankly, it upgrades me on a day-to-day basis. Actually, I take their products five out of seven days of the week. Their original Qualia stack is something that I absolutely and still thoroughly enjoy. It's packed with over 40 premium brain nutrients to immediately enhance your focus, energy, mood, creativity, and all while supporting your health. Their new flagship nootropic, Qualia Mind, is a premium nootropic supplement that helps support mental performance and brain health. And frankly, with both products, I do not get the crashes that I commonly get with nootropics and other supplements. So I want you to go over to their website and check it out when you have a chance. It's neurohacker.com. And if you subscribe, you get 15% off by using the code BOOMER. If you want to just do a one-time purchase, you get 10% off, again, using that code BOOMER. And while you're there, pick up their free foundational guide to neurohacking. It's definitely worth checking out. But please, enjoy the show. Satu, welcome to the show. Hi, BOOMER. Thanks for having me. (laughs) Uh, This is awesome. You know, Satu, I'm so glad that you've joined the team and... This is going to be an absolute pleasure. Are you ready for podcasting? Yes, I'm thrilled. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, just everybody, for a little bit of background on Satu. So Satu joined us as a partner at Decoding Superhuman uh, and has a massive, massive background 
in corporate development and leadership development. And I'm so excited to have her here, but also because we're going to now introduce more content, more episodes for you of the Decoding Superhuman podcast. Now, before we get into our topic today, which is going to be travel health, ding, 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 big one for everybody. But before we get into our topic today, I just want to talk a little bit about the premise of these episodes, because these small in-between episodes, if you will, are going to be conversations that Satu and I have about how we work with executives, entrepreneurs, CEOs, corporate professionals, high performers all around the world in terms of optimizing their performance in a specific subject. So think of these as just short little conversations with tidbits of information that we use all in the conversational domain of performance. Does that sound good, Satu? Yes. You ready to rock? Yes, absolutely. Okay, so today we're going to be talking about travel health. And this is something that yours truly knows way too much about, uh, having logged hundreds of thousands of miles, if not millions of miles with multiple airlines. But Satu, you have some experience with this as well, right? Yes, indeed. Both good and bad, I would say. <laughs> it's. <laughs> um, I've had a career uh, within management and leadership consultancy. And of course, those projects worldwide, uh, they include some traveling. And, and um, I think 10 years ago, I traveled a lot. For four or five years, I was constantly up in the air, even though those trips were mainly within Europe, sometimes to the Middle East and back. But still, it is exhausting to be packing, unpacking, flying between different cities every day, like from Sunday evening to Friday evening. And then you have so little time to fix everything. So yeah, yeah. I know the feeling. Yeah. It's uh, you know, the way you described it is pretty interesting because it makes a, uh, makes little room for social life, but I'm sure we all try and be social too. Right. And that kind of adds to the stress. Yeah, because you want to have the energy to do all that fun stuff once you come back, back home and meet with your family and friends. And then you suddenly realize that you don't. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Like I, I lived this life for quite a long time and we'll get into the concept of jet lag here in a moment. But let's let's take a trip to the airport, an imaginary trip to the airport. So everybody, you've hopped in your Uber or Lyft or whatever your particular ride sharing uh, app is, and you, you've arrived at the airport. Airport. And Satu, you're in Stockholm, so you have a beautiful airport. You get out. How do you take your airline procedure? How do you take us through once you get on the plane? Let's talk about food because I know this is a popular subject with a lot of people. What do you eat when you get on the plane? Yeah, that's a really good and important question. If you would have asked me this question 15 years back, I would say everything, whatever they have, I'll take it all, <laughs> especially if it's business class. No. Yeah. I learned my lesson. <laughs> which which airline were you flying back then, if you don't mind me asking? No, it's been uh, multiple. Finnair, SAS, uh, Lufthansa quite often to the Middle East. Um, yeah, those uh, European big ones. So talk us through your what you did in the past and then what you recognize now is the right path yeah when it comes to food um typically if it's short flights like few hours i would say you don't need to eat i think the the quality unfortunately up in the air um the food and the drinks and everything uh, it's not the best and if i do have a longer flight or if i feel like i didn't have the chance to eat before i typically pack my own food with me most of it uh, could be protein or some some uh, nuts or healthy fats and, and so on 
something that you can take to, to through the security control because of course you have these liquid restrictions and so on but when it comes to liquid that's also something i've learned it's always nice to have or it was nice to have that glass of wine and and celebrate that you're traveling but it's not really that celebratory anymore. yeah exactly yeah so i i would say stick to the healthy liquids just pure water and drink a lot of water of course if you're going for a holiday and you need to have that or you want to have that glass of champagne go for it but make sure you're hydrated dehydration happens up in there and it's it's a horrible feeling once you land and you're all like oh i need water <laughs> yeah i think uh, just to reiterate on that you know guys healthy drinks do not include diet coke uh, like that, that is a dehydrator in itself. So, you know, water is one of those things that I absolutely implore people to drink while in the air. Anything else you add to your, your particular food regimen? Avoiding sugar. I think that's not only up in the air, but <laughs> I, would, I don't eat sugar. So, and I think you get bloated uh, for some reason. Some people have it more, some have it less, but in the air, it's easily happens and that can be also because of the dehydration or with that you're just eating too many carbs or, or sugar when flying yeah I, I think just let me uh throw in my little two cents if you will about flight experiences so my background i used to live in singapore uh that job there sent me to well my territory is 14 different countries across call it three or four hours of time zones but i was in the u.s five times a year europe at least 12 times a year so needless to say i i have a little bit of experience with the next topic which is going to be jet lag but let's talk about food first because I had the benefits of having over a million miles with Singapore Airlines and Singapore Airlines does provide decent food. However, I would categorically say that that is not 99.9% .9 of the airlines out there. This is a big shout out to KLM right now because KLM, you need to improve your game. What we get on the airplanes in terms of foods is an absolute joke. Uh, so my particular go-tos for any sort of flight now are fasting or macadamia nuts. Yeah. Great. And then I, I keep it very, very simple. Uh, again, I've done all the work on my genetics, the lab testing, et cetera, to know that this works for me. And unless you're like that NFL player who has one and a half percent body fat, by the way, I don't believe that number, mm -hmm. you can probably burn some fat while you're on that flight. So intermittent fasting is one of my favorite tools for uh, going particularly overseas, but also any sort of flight. It's really easy to avoid the junk that is on KLM, Delta, whatever it is, by just simply not eating. Yeah. And just to echo that, hydrate yourself and... As a person who used to consume at least or try to consume a bottle of wine when I was on flights, it's mm -hmm. not a great idea. <laughs> so just double down on your hydration and keep things going. Yeah. I would just like to add one more thing. Um, coffee. <laughs> don't do that. And don't drink the coffee, what they serve <laughs> during the flights. Uh, especially then you have those little creamers. That is poison. Don't go there. Yeah. It, look. Creamer in general, most people, you, you don't need it. That's no. that's my general view. And since I like to simplify life, just ditch the creamer. But uh, again, echo your point. Like coffee, if you're going to pack your own maybe, but uh, I, otherwise I wouldn't touch it. Should we talk about jet lag? Yes. 
you're the expert on that. <laughs> um, expert via experience, I guess. But let's uh, let's touch on jet lag because you have quite a bit of experience bouncing around the Middle East and Europe. Uh, what what did you do back in the day, and then how would you kind of look at it today? Um, I think preparation is the key to beat jet lag as well. Um, what did I do back in the days? Well, nothing. I just traveled and I thought it was fun. And then I took the consequences um, and it was fine. I was younger and I think my body handled it a little bit better. But now I think I would just focus on not eating and hydrating. And that will already also help me with the jet lag. And of course, then trying to switch the your watch already to the time where you're going that is very important for your also for the melatonin production um, what can you do up in the air you could have those uh, blue light blocking uh, glasses on uh, i think uh, that becomes more and more popular it was actually funny i was flying a quite a short flight uh from uh, cyprus um, coming back from a crossfit competition in in october and there was this guy who had the exact same glasses on that I had next to me. And I was like, that, this is hilarious. This is becoming more and more popular. It was an evening or nighttime flight. And I think both of us felt very confident that this is the right thing to do, blocking those harmful lights. Yeah, absolutely. And I think those are, those are great tips right there. So let's, let's break down the risk with jet lag, or at least kind of lay out what actually happens to your body. So this meat suit that we live in has developed over hundreds of thousands of years to be very efficient. And one of those efficiencies is via rhythms. Uh, the most famous rhythm of which is circadian rhythm. So that's our day-night cycle. With each of us, we have a, a day cycle and we have a night cycle. Some of us are more morning people. I know you and I are both morning people. Yeah. Uh, extreme morning people, actually. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, that tells you what time our emails start going. But <laughs> on that, so when you move across time zones, you're effectively moving that circadian rhythm. And this beautiful machine, which runs extremely efficiently is now disrupted. And this is why jet lag is actually produced, right? It's just your body's used to waking at a certain time and then all of a sudden you go and throw it completely out of whack. Mm. This is why, and this has knock-on effects for everything. If you go to, let's say I used to do Singapore to London quite often and Singapore to London, your bowel movements change, your function of your liver change, it changes. And we know that there's certain periods of day where your organs need to rest. And now you're forcing these to move, in some cases, 12 hours difference, and it causes all this disruption. And so the way I look at jet lag is from the premise of how do we optimize circadian rhythms? Well, there's a few things you can definitely do. Um, and one of my favorite things that doesn't cost anything is around the subject of light, right? And so Stephen Lockley out of Harvard University has this app called Time Shifter, but it effectively allows you to shift uh, circadian rhythms via optimizing light, caffeine, and melatonin. Um, and there you do need exogenous melatonin in order to follow his protocol, but it does work. But practical tips that don't cost you anything, you know, when you land, start to kind of live by that rhythm as soon as possible. I'm sure that's the number one that everybody 
cures is, you know, eat breakfast at the time that people eat breakfast. If you're a breakfast eater, by the way, um, if you know, the sun is out, go out and get some sun in your face because sun through everything from melanopsin to into your hypothalamus sends signals to get this body back into rhythm. Uh, that's really how you get your SCN back into rhythm. And so getting out, getting sun on your face in particular, first thing in the morning is, you know, pro tip number one, in terms of just tech and technology and sort of optimizing that, uh, I love, and I just got this, but, uh, the human charger. So it's, uh, effectively you plug it, you put it in your ears. They're coming out with a new one that's wireless and plays music. Oh, cool. And we're, we're going to have them on the show as well, but you plug it in your ears. It shines light into your ears for a period of minutes and you can plug in your flight details and it tells you exactly when to, uh, play the, play the, I say play the light, but it's not really play the light, shine yeah. the light in your <laughs> ears. That's awesome. So I, I love the human charger. Um, other things that I do is just kind of try to get outside and get into my normal rhythms as soon as possible, put some bare feet on the ground. Uh, I do travel with supplements because you're exposed to a lot of not just free radicals, but also there's, I mean, your risks are cosmic radiation. Uh, your risks include you're in a Petri dish effectively for however many hours and Everybody else on that plane may not be as healthy as you. So uh, I like for things like this, you know, molecular hydrogen, zinc, and echinacea. And just to reiterate to people, this is not medical advice. If you're seeking medical advice, go see your doctor. What we're doing is just having a casual conversation, sharing information on jet lag. Uh, I'm trying to think, did I miss anything there, Satu? No, I think exercise, that might be one, oh, one yeah. more thing to add. Like you mentioned, go outside. Uh, but I do think that many of us like to uh, either go for a walk or, or go jogging, hit the gym. But I think combining the fresh air, going for a jog in the new city, I think that's one of the best things you can do um, to beat that jet lag, at least start beating it. Absolutely. And, and we want to stress here that you're everybody's individual, right? So that walk, that jog may turn into a different type of workout for you. Uh, the one caveat or the one marker that I like to measure, particularly when I'm traveling is heart rate variability, um, mainly because I want to know the health of my nervous system. And this just, guys, this just comes from experience. Like I was like Satsu, a CrossFit athlete for many years. And I tried to do it on four hours of sleep, trying to travel all over the world and you can actually harm yourself going through that. So, you know, heart rate variability before you go and do something like Fran is probably a good idea. Just, you know, just something I'd like to share from my experience. Let's talk about hotel because you mentioned exercise. How would you hack the hotel? Yes. Um, I think what is wrong with many of the hotel rooms is... Um either there's too much uh, air conditioning or too little, but <laughs> they're either warm or cold. Uh, it's very difficult to, sometimes to change that, but there are other things that you can do to make your life uh, more comfortable. Try to block all the unnecessary light when you're going to sleep. I would say start from the curtains, of course, but then you have this funny little blue and red lights in the TV and the Wi-Fi and up in the ceiling and 
sometimes they blink and that's very disturbing even if you don't think about it but it actually might disturb your sleep so those things are very easy to put some tape on it or just put a piece of paper if it's uh, on the table and so on i i try to always look into those first when i come to the hotel room so that i don't need to wake up and start doing that i'm not the best sleeper or i'm a very light sleeper so that has been an issue for me and it has helped a lot then sometimes I wish I would have my own pillow with me. It's not always possible, but I've, I've done that as well when we've gone for road trips, not when I'm flying. Um, and luckily, many of the hotels actually have a variety of different types of pillows and sizes and so on. I mentioned also the glasses, the blue light blockers. Um, that's not only for the hotel rooms. I use them at home every night as well. Um, to help to increase the melatonin production and, and when we're looking at these screens and mobile phones and TVs all the time, it's not that healthy. So buy a pair of glasses. Um, we also have had some of them in the show, I think, before. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, those are very beneficial. Another thing might be that you can talk more about is actually the red light. Uh, I also have a, a carry-on red light uh, that is easy to take wherever I go. Uh, what is your experience with that? Uh, I brought it with me to the U.S. So I've been going all around the Americas these days, and I have my, my sauna space target light. And I think they call it a different name, but... Uh, it's very helpful, particularly when you injure yourself hiking in Patagonia, but, um, I find it very helpful for a number of different things. Just again, regulating light rhythms, uh, seasonal affective disorder. And again, I'm just sharing information here. Uh, red light. Yeah, definitely. I would definitely yeah. do that. Yeah. I, I, I carry it where, wherever I go nowadays. It's uh, such a small piece of equipment and so easy to carry it with me. What else? How do you hack your hotel room? Yeah, let's let's get into that. And uh, I don't want to spend too much time because you already covered blue light and red light. So just to point people to additional information for that, if you go to decodingsuperhuman.com slash blue blocks, decodingsuperhuman.com slash raw optics, or decodingsuperhuman.com slash sauna space, we cover all of these things extensively in different episodes. But let's talk about the hotel. And I think First things first, it starts with the hotel you choose, right? Because there are particular brands in Starwood, which is now Marriott, uh, did have quite an emphasis on this concept of wellness. And while I don't like the term wellness, they did make it a little bit easier to be healthy on the road. They would provide gym clothes for you, for, for instance, at uh, Westin Hotels. So starting by selecting a hotel that allows you to be a little bit more active that's one of my first go-to's also if it has a good restaurant in the hotel that provides healthy food that's great because you know sometimes we all get jammed and have to eat at the hotel have that dreaded hotel meal by yourself but that's a that's a great way to start now one other thing on the light i like to carry black electrical tape with me because it's opaque and it just blocks all of the light but really in terms of hotel rooms, um, trying to make it as close to, especially if you're a frequent traveler, trying to make it as close to home as possible is, is ideal. Because again, this body that you live in is extremely smart. 
and the closer you can get it to home, the better off your sleep is going to be. But I think you covered all the main points that I wanted to. Uh, so I guess on that note, let's wrap things up. Satu, how do you feel about talking about hotels? Uh, good. <laughs> or, 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 or travel in general. I think travel is a wonderful topic. Um, I traveled so much for work that I actually got really tired of, of uh, visiting any hotels, whether they were five star or whatever stars, um, because everything just suddenly becomes the same. But I'm so happy to also hear about these new hotels that have, have popped up. I know um, there's one in, in Helsinki, Finland that I can't remember the name of, but they also have this wellness idea uh, behind it. And I think these concepts will become more and more popular because yeah, people will still travel. Um, I will always carry my earplugs and my sleep mask with me because I need those. I, I love my sleep master sleep mask. But on that note, I, I think, look, Guys, whether you're the executive traveling all around the world or you're the mom with three kids who's just trying to get her kids to vacation, everything when it comes to travel health just starts with a plan. So go into it with a little bit of a plan, execute the plan, and you should be good. Uh, this isn't really meant to scare you in terms of the risks in terms of travel. That would be stupid of us to do. Uh, we both love to travel. So, you know, get out there, see the world, but you know, stay healthy at the same time. And remember, as always, you can perform better. So Satu, thank you for coming on the show. It's been an thank absolute pleasure. And we'll see you guys soon. See you soon. Superhumans, before you go, can I ask two favors? Did you enjoy that episode? If so, can you send me an email at podcast at decodingsuperhuman.com? Provide any feedback, positive or negative. I would love to hear from you. And for those of you who have really taken advantage of that, you know I respond to each email. Secondly, if you did enjoy the episode, can you head on over to iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, any one of your favorite podcast listening platforms, and give Decoding Superhuman a five-star rating. It would really be appreciated. And then finally, for those of you who are looking at taking an informed approach to health, head on over to decodingsuperhuman.com. Check out what we have going on over there, and if you want to schedule a free 15-minute discovery call with me, you're going to have that option. Superhumans, have an absolutely epic day. And remember, as always, choose health.